Busty Batman. <laughs> that one busty Batman is definitely there. Maybe those rings movie just came out and you're not planning. If you feel it, you see then take a moment and listen to the IFC podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 128 of the IFNZ podcast. Shad. Yes, sir. Are you in the market for some blood shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I am looking for some new shoes. Yeah. Specifically, ones infused with human blood. What uh, what benefits do they have? I mean, I'm 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 all ears, dude. They're they are the perfect. Do you have um, feet? Uh, plant- yes, plantar fasciitis at all? Plantar's fasciitis. Yes. Um, I it's don't like with the think arch so. in your foot, a little bit of the curvature that's on the top of your foot. It causes some like pain. It's typically, pads and stuff like that help. But um, no, I'm gonna say no. Human blood, perfect for that. It's really perfect for a like a blood process. pillow. Uh, kind of, yeah. Like you, like you, your feet, like it's mm-hmm. it's in the bottom of the yeah. shoe. Like, you know the my pillow guy. Yes, I'm familiar. If he put blood in his pillows, uh-huh. it would be like a blood pillow. Uh, okay, you know what I mean. Yes, like if he got it from like Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's not Trump, Satan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I get them confused. Yeah, I know. I understand. Yeah, it's, no. it's an easy mistake to make. Glad you clarified. <laughs> um, They're <so>. both orange. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a benefit to the blood itself? Is it like the iron that's in the blood? That, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And and it uh, it just like helps you uh, with what? Apostrophedic. Uh, it's apostrophedic? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. For your feet. <laughs> it's like it's I like see. a it's like a, a good mattress for your feet. <laughs> I see. Okay. I understand. So blood it's is got like is the, the best it's, pillow it's got for your the, feet. It's got the the um the zero G um the zero G mode that a lot of like uh, Tempur-Pedic mattresses have, where you can hit the button on the remote. And it makes you feel like you're floating because it like kind of lifts and elevates the level of your head. Yeah. And your feet to a certain area it makes it kind of have that simulation like you're kind of floating on a on a cloud. Um, that is in the shoe. That doesn't seem very uh good for walking. I don't think it is meant for walking. These shoes are just for comfort. Like, but what the <laughs> You're not walking in your shoes. Why are you wearing shoes? It is, it's to wear. It's to, it's to wear to bed. Just sit on the couch. Yeah, just sit on the couch. Wear to bed. They're like lounge shoes. You're not walking in them. Uh, oh, okay. So whenever you get up out of bed and you're wearing your shoes, still, you take them off. So they're blood lounge shoes, and then you wear like your regular lounge shoes to mm-hmm. the couch, and then you take those off. And then you slip your blood shoes back on. I see. And is it like in like a cool way? Do you get like, do you see the blood on the outside? Like move around like you did with Absolutely. like shoes in the 90s with like different colored liquid? Yeah, it's in the back. You see <laughs> the the red blood and red dye because it's not all just pure blood. There's oh, some dye in there too to give I it a see. little bit. But you see that on the back. And then uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's manufactured to look like a Nike shoe, but it's not really a Nike shoe. Um, it's made by this company called Mischief. And it's got like a backwards Nike swoosh on it, so that way they don't get in trouble. <laughs> gotcha. You know, it's designed to kind of look like an Air Force One, but way more comfort. You know, I mean, you're not playing basketball in these things; they're just to lay around in. I see. Um, and then it's got like a sweet little pentagram on the top. Nice. Yeah, I am seriously though in the market for some new shoes. I'm looking for some like. Dude, all- let me tell you about these sweet shoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you seen the shoes that you step into that are bendy? No. They're all they're a Nike shoe. They're new Nike shoes. They're not like the reverse swoop Nike like No, this is not little real. this aren't little Nas X shoes. <laughs> What's that? The ones that I was talking about, the blood shoes. Oh, those are oh it's real. <laughs> that's a little not I saw that's that the, he had yeah, yeah, that's the blood shoes are are his the little Nas X ones. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's where I was going, but I didn't want to talk about little Nas X. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I was just being stupid. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. It's not. This one's the one where he slides down a pole to hell, and then he gives Satan a lap dance in the video. Oh, okay. I and, then, seen that one and then it's like, uh, I don't remember what he says in it. He he He's kind of grinding on Satan. And okay. then because of that particular part, he did uh, the, the shoe brand deal with the Mischief Company to make these that there are like they're straight up knockoff of air force ones they have like a pentagram and they are like a reverse nike swoosh yeah reverse nike swoosh so you aren't just making stuff no, up no they got in trouble uh, like the mischief company got sued from nike because of it for copyright infringement <laughs> oh, and shit. um they were going to only make 666 pairs <laughs> to give out um, now they need a lot more to pay for their legal each, fees. Each, each single uh band on the back does have like a gel that you can see the red through um, but it's like there's one drop of human blood in it, and the rest of it's like red dye. So it's kind of like the kiss, like blood on the, in the album. Yeah, like, there's just a drop like in that. there. Yeah, okay. But I mean, it got shot down so hard because they were like, we. I mean, for one, it's copyright infringement, and two, we don't know that we should be saying like you can go ahead and do it, and then everybody kind of associates this with Nike, and then it's like satanic. I guess they just saw it as like bad PR. I see. And then Lil Nas X was like, but why? <laughs> so it's it's not gonna happen no the shoes are not happening but where can i find some nice all black tennis shoes i'm gonna tell you about these shoes uh the the nike of like the step in ones they they really are like legitimately cool they they're they're good for comfort and for like running and stuff yeah. like that too they bend up in half like this and you step into it and whenever you step in it basically makes like a click noise huh. and you don't have to like lace up or anything ever it just is like a slip-on kind of a thing and it it's automatically like, actual, like tightens around your foot yep it's like comfort fitted and everything and then whenever you're ready to step off it has this like little latch on the back that you can kind of just take one foot and step on it and it helps it like pop up and then huh. you just slide your your feet out of it this they're seems like a, out of my budget they're 120 that's not horrible for a running shoe no Wow. It's not bad. Like I, I mean, said, they're, they're, like, they're, they're an athletic shoe. I told Mandy that I was like, I legitimately kind of want these. I mean, it is gimmicky and stuff, but they yeah. just look really cool too. Like they're nice. They they have a variety of colors, but they do have one that's like an all black one. Yeah, that's but, how I I I love uh, all my apparel to be all black if possible. Mm-hmm. I just I dig it. Although and I'm wearing a green shirt today, as goth as possible. I am. I uh I didn't realize how uh take it to the limit. How uh like emo like darkness and everything that I had, I usually am until like YouTube starts like suggesting shit and I'm like it's all like my Kim and uh and Lil Kim? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> my Kim. Uh or like it's it's those like emo playlist and i was like oh i you know i like that and then i'm like why is this suggested i was like oh because that's all i listen to it's because i wear black (laughs) (laughs) all i listen to is that and i wear black it's like i'm i'm finally getting into my like angsty teenage emo phase yeah yeah like 30 years later (laughs) (laughs) um yes absolutely what was i gonna tell you about i don't know it was about blood oh i feel uh, like iron iron blood Mm -hmm. i don't know doesn't matter doesn't matter. You know what does matter? Tell me. Is that I've been playing some games and I want to tell you about them. What you been playing, boy? Octopath Traveler is now out 
on Xbox and PlayStation as well. Because um, it was a Switch It was a exclusive? Switch exclusive for okay. uh, the past couple of years. It came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. I um, played a little bit of it before. Yeah, I never got it on the Switch. I've always wanted to play it. This is, this is from um, the guy that created the original Final Fantasy games. Um, talking about like Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 um, oh. that we got from like Japan and stuff mm-hmm. that were on the NES. Um, so this is like his new kind of baby. He actually had just a new game just come out, I think for, uh, Apple arcade specific. It's like an exclusive to it. Um, and it looks cool as shit. I forget what it's called, but it's like the whole thing looks like a diorama. It's really pretty. Um, so if you have Apple arcade, obviously try to find that and pick it up. I forget what it's called though, but is um, this the project something or other people? Octopath? Um, yeah, that's the same team. That's not, that's the that they're doing like triangle project triangle or whatever. Yeah, that he hasn't that game that's coming out in like a year or two. Yes, that game is actually slated now to be his final game. Oh, because he had that that Apple Arcade game that came out Octopath Traveler. This game that's coming out the new one that mm-hmm. we talked about before. That one is uh, his final game that he's producing and he's, then he's retiring. retiring afterwards. Yeah. So I guess if you're if you've been around long enough to have created Final Fantasy one, two, and three, absolutely, that game came out like eighty seven. That's <laughs> probably eighty seven, eighty eight, or something like I that. I would be NES. done as well. I'd be like, yeah, ah, I feel like I could probably. Stop I was talking now. like he was like twenty three whenever he popped that game out, and yeah. then now we're looking at what like 60 thirty plus probably, years. Yeah. yeah, he's getting close to being like yeah. at least sixty something. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's retiring age. Sure, and it's cool for him to to have that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Octopath has been great. It's on, it's uh, if you have an Xbox, it's on game pass. Um, oh, nice. you can pick it up for free. Um, story is really cool. Um, dialogue is a little, eh, sometimes a little bit. It is, it's very hefty, which I like sometimes, but it's a little like, cause they do the thing that they do in JRPGs sometimes where they're like half voice act dialogue and then half not yes like some scenes are actually fully voice acted and then some scenes are like if it's not voice acted the carol character will like his blocko came come up like he's talking and you'll just hear him go hey yes and yes. then you'll have to read the yep. rest of it it's like lazy at that point uh-huh. <laughs> but it's, it, it's been really really awesome i really liked it a lot um i have all eight characters now i thought initially going into this which which i found to be true when the game first came out, you experienced the game, you picked up the characters, but if you wanted to experience the chapters of the other characters prior to that, you had to wait until you'd finished like that character's portion Entire of their story. stuff. Um, and then you could kind of go back and see what like chapter one was after you finished like that first big mission with them. I gotcha. Now, whenever you go and you play, you can actually have the choice whenever you talk to the character, they give you like a little bit of dialogue. And instead of continuing that mission and helping that character right away, it's like, hey, would you like to know like where their story began at? And it's like, yeah. And then oh, you literally that's a nice add-on. go on to the back of it, play that whole first chapter leading up to whenever you meet up with their character. And then they say like, that's why I'm going to this cave to fight this monster or something like that. And it's really nice of you to help me. I'm glad that we can be friends. Yeah. And then it's like, she's joined your party or something. And then you actually get to go and help her do that part of the quest and stuff like that. That's so, a cool feature because I didn't like it. I found it overwhelming to have like you start out with like, yeah. you can choose from one of these eight storylines or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a lot. Well, I didn't know which one to pick from. There's a lot of really cool characters in uh-huh. this. And, and their stories are all completely different and very unique and mm-hmm. whatnot. I was just like, I feel like I want to figure out something that's going to be relatively easy for me to get in and just kind of like, as far as combat goes from the beginning, yeah. be able to kind of tank. So I just picked the warrior guy. I think his name is Ulberic. Um, So I just picked his storyline to kind of start as mm-hmm. like my very first base character. 
and then went on from there to several different characters. It was basically like whatever town I can get to next, whenever I start going north and stuff like that, if this character's in there, I'll start their chapter and do that, and then oh. I'll have them join my party. Yeah. And then we'll go this direction or something now, and just kind of went and did that kind of a thing and found everybody's path. And then now I'm trying to, like, grind a little bit before I start chapter two on every other character. Cool. Um, But, yeah, it's a really cool story, really cool experience. I like doing it this way, like picking up your characters. You can only have four at a time in your party. Um, if I'm doing like a new chapter, like I, I just started a chapter two of, um, this character, this, this chick, that's a dancer. She used to be like a princess until her kingdom got destroyed. Um, her name's Primrose. And I just started her second chapter now. And it's like set at like level 21, but all my characters were like level 18. So I was just like, eh, they just have to be like either really tough or I can grind a little bit. So I just yeah. started it just to see how far I could get into it before it got maybe a little too tough or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, it's really cool. Like I said, experiencing everybody's story and having the choice to kind of figure out what dialogue and where you're wanting to go next with your characters and stuff. And I always bring that character. If I'm going to start their chapter or something like that, I'll have them in the party for it. Cause they don't have to be necessarily. Oh, but I'm kind of just like, well, I mean, we're already in your chapter. Why would I not try to utilize this character? Everything that they're meant to be doing, they're going to be good in this segment because like, Primrose uses daggers and she has specific abilities that are like using dark power and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So there's enemies that are in this area that are like weak to dagger attacks. They're weak to dark and stuff like that. So why would I not want to have somebody that's strong against this area in the party in the first place? That makes sense. Plus it's good from like a dialogue standpoint to have them there because now that I'm in the second chapter and they're like, we know that you have all eight characters in your party. Um, so we're going to have it to where now, whenever you go to the next area, and your p- companions are together, you have this ability once you've like talked to some people and you've progressed the story, your characters will start talking to one another. So now Primrose is in this chapter and mm-hmm. um, one of the, like my mage character will start talking to her and they'll have this like dialogue back and forth about something and talking about, I'm really glad, like, I'm really glad that you're helping us out and that you're traveling with us. And he's like, oh, there's always, I'm, I'm always on, up for learning something new or something like that or whatever. And then they'll have this dialogue piece and stuff, but I'll know more about it going into, I'm like right at like a 10 hour mark. Hmm. But I think that's going to be like kind of the next big grind that I'm doing right now cool. as far as game stuff that's goes. Your, that's your going to be your focus. Yeah. I've been still focusing on that Immortals game. I just been, I got the DLC for it. Yeah. I haven't started playing that yet because I don't know if it's required. I don't know the, the order of operations if it's just another mission or not, but uh, I'm just continuing on. I, finally, I don't know what the story's based around because if it's. I know the second one is uh, like Chinese mythology. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the first one is. That's what I meant. I know the first one says, I think it's called like New God or yeah, it's a, a New God, God or something yeah. like that. But that's what I meant. I don't know if it's, I would assume it's focused around Phoenix, maybe still, because they didn't say um, it was not the first point. So I'm not sure if this takes place like this is meant to happen like canonically after the main storyline. Like you finished the game and be. it happens afterwards, yeah. kind of a thing. Like you should really experience this after you beat the game, or it's like, hey, just play it real quick before you do the final battle stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could open up, I guess, yeah. at, a, at a certain point in there at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know Yeah, what it's doing. Did you see the Lego Star Wars stuff? That it got delayed? Yeah, I was so disappointed. Got, got delayed. It says uh, the initial window was supposed to be st- still spring 2021. We didn't even have like an actual date, date yeah. yet. Um, it says TT Games promised to provide an update of launch time as soon as it was possible. Yeah. Um, so I guess it just sounds like 
more quality of life stuff. I mm-hmm. guess that what I read more about it and what it kind of said on here too was that most of the stuff is actually like pretty much finished. It's more of just like a layer of polish and figuring out more of the online aspect of certain elements of the game. Oh, there's going to be online aspect. I think it's like the multiplayer is able to be online oh, more as cool. opposed to necessarily just couch co-op. Yeah. And you could still do that, but I think they're trying to figure that out. I don't know if that means like maybe they'll have cross play or something like that eventually for I it see. or what, but it sounds like that's kind of a big chunk of what they were wanting to do as fall. Yeah, as well as like polishing yeah. certain things. I was too. bummed, but I mean, I get it. I would rather have a fully fledged out game than to get something that's uh, a part of something. But that is the only reason I bought a PlayStation Five was to play uh, Lego Skywalker Saga. But uh, I'll wait. I guess I started playing that Avengers game, the uh, the Marvel Avengers. Like, how much was it when you bought it? Did you buy it new? Yeah, I bought it uh, digital on sale. Like a week ago or something, mm-hmm. or like they have it on twenty sale. bucks. They have it on sale. I think Xbox right now, when as of us recording, it, is doing like a spring sale. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's on sale right now. I want to say it's like thirty. I think I bought it. It was either twenty or thirty yeah. when I got it. Um, I know I, I didn't pay for Dallas and some of the other guys if they if they thought it was worth you know picking up. They was like, well, it is a very meh game, is what they said. They was because I mean they're all fans of that property and stuff as well too, but. Mm-hmm. They they were like it's all it's it's pretty okay. There was like it's not anything to like kind of write home about. And he said I I think Dallas bought it whenever it was out like new, like brand new, and kind of felt like he got a little you know not not as much out of it as right. he was hoping for kind of a thing. Which it sounds like now to me that they're doing a lot more to kind of rework certain things on there. Yeah, and adding I mean more content and whatnot too. There's uh there's four different things you can do. One is the main story. Yeah. Then there's the Hawkeye one, and there's the Maestro Hulk uh, one, and then there's some. I guess it's the online like version, the online thing. Has I haven't Ms. Marvel with been it. in it since the beginning? Yeah, she has been. Yeah, she's like okay. the main character. Oh, she is. Yeah, yeah. It's her story. She's kind of like your who you are, kind of following. Um, you're like the hel- the human element, I guess, to yeah. that. Um, or the the ground level. Um. I haven't gotten super far into it, but it's it's been okay. Like I, I haven't been overly like, oh my gosh, it's the best game. Like it's nowhere close to how I felt about Phoenix when I, uh, or Immortals when I first started it. But you know, it it works. I'm I'm curious to keep kind of trudging through it. And they just did a PlayStation Five upgrade for it for free. It was cool. a, on that, and they just did a released uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Two uh, update for five for. Yeah, that was for a, Xbox Series X yeah, too. They charged that one. No, that was like a ten dollar. Uh, mm-hmm. If you didn't have the deluxe, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that that was going to be a thing. Or what about the deluxe to begin with? Right. Uh, but no, it was fine. I, I still didn't play it. I don't own it yet. So I was just gonna. Now that it's out on there, I might as well yeah. just go ahead and get to make sure I get the version that yeah. has that. I got it, installed it, played it, and everything. Um, the biggest thing I noticed is load times are a little better. Yeah. Like, which in a game like that, especially how I play, yeah, Tony Hawk is like. I just want to play a couple rounds. Like I don't, I'm not going to like spend three hours playing that. I want to just play a couple go throughs of it all. So the quicker, the load time, the better, because then that just means that I get to probably for the same amount of time, I could probably play another round or two. Sure. Um, in there, but it's been nice. Yeah. It's been nice. I, uh, I finally dug into Luigi's mansion three as well. Mm. I'm only a couple hours into it. I don't know how long the game is initially going to be. I, yeah, I, I just now got to the point where I got the first two um, 
elevator because there's this one instead of like unlocking doors to going up floors and stuff like that and getting up in different levels of the mansion. Uh-huh. This one's inside the hotel. So you're going up different floors to different areas of the hotel or like basically segmented almost like a Mario game would be like there's a level on the of the hotel that might be, we'll oh, say, for example, like, it's like the world floor, floor 11. And you go out, and then, like, it has rooms and stuff like that, but everything is very, like, themed, almost, like, deserty. Oh, I see. So there's, like, actually sand on the floor mm-hmm. and stuff like that or whatever, and everything's got, you know, kind of a semi, like, theme to it or whatever. It's Makes not sense. just, like, hotel floor after hotel floor of the exact same shit kind yeah. of a thing. Um, so I just got, like, the first two ones that'll open mm-hmm. up. Like, I can always go down to the first floor now, and then go to the second, and I think and the Always floor. go down. But, um, yeah, always never not go down if you remember anything about the ifnz podcast absolutely always it's almost down. over so not much left <laughs> 130 we're, we're we're closing in on it um it's very very charming i uh i love the game a lot already mm-hmm. um like i said it's just kind of like a back burner project obviously octopath is something that i want to finish first that's your main focus yeah yeah and then um on april 1st Outriders came out, which is the new yeah. uh, that new game that came out on PC. I was and kind Xbox of interested well. in it, yeah. and then uh, and then I saw more game footage, and I was like, I'm not interested in it at all. Yeah, it's very much um, if you've ever played Gears of War uh-huh. or Destiny, it's kind of like those two things. It remind me of 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 Destiny quite a bit, but yeah. then like with a like a medieval kind of element. Maybe is there like a does it kind of no no. Maybe no. I maybe I didn't, I picked up something weird on the trailer that wasn't no no medievalness to it or anything like that. It's it's uh, essentially like the story plot to it is um, it's a li- set a little bit further into the future. Um, Earth is basically depleted of its resources at this point. Um, a lot of the nations are kind of waging war against one another, fighting for natural resources. Not even just that, but like soil and ground to actually like grow crops and stuff on because oh, it's like yeah. everything's becoming like less and less prevalent Scarce. and everything's going away. Mm-hmm. Um, so these organizations of, uh, of these groups of people have built colony ships to send uh, people off planet. Basically um, I think each ship has, there's two ships. Each ship has like 500,000 people aboard. And uh, there are a couple of vessels that are like basically scouting what would be like six months ahead of the other ships. Mm. Um, and they're all traveling to distant worlds to try and scour planet after planet after planet to figure out which one would be the most habitable one, similar to earth as possible kind of I thing see. for us to be able to find a new home. And the scouting ships are called outriders. Those, those groups are the people that would scout ahead, find out if this property is something that is worth trying to land on and invest in and being mm-hmm. like our new home kind of a thing. And you have crew that are on board that like kind of constantly rotate. Mm -hmm. And then everybody else that are like the passenger civilians and stuff like that. And other like warrior class outriders that can't really combat or anything because you're just traveling in space are all cryo frozen. I see. Um, So that way they can actually go through the journey because the journey between Earth to where they end up going to is about I think it was like 80 to 100 years um, so they wake up and then they find out like they've been getting like beacon and calls to their ship and stuff like that. Earth's basically 20 years after they left, no more calls. It's not that they weren't able to receive them or anything like that because they still were, but it's basically done now. Anybody that was left behind on Earth is completely dead. I see. 
Um, so Earth's a lost cause. We can't go back at this point kind mm-hmm. of thing. So they find this new planet. I think it's called Enoch is what they end up calling it. And it's basically very similar to Earth. Um, but once your main character and your major and all these people come out, they've been in like cryofrozen for 80 plus years now, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. They come out of cryostasis and they're on this planet. You're kind of exploring. It looks very like lush, you know, kind of like Earth. If you would imagine like everything kind of grown over kind of whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very lush. They find this like inorganic material that kind of like goes on to the people almost looks like symbiote kind of stuff like this black goo. Mm-hmm. And it starts like making them really sick and uh, they get like diseased. They start kind of changing. And then there's this storm that they I think they just I can't remember what they call it. I think they just call it the anomaly. And the storm comes and it's like made of like blue light and fire and shit like that. And it swirls through. And anytime it hits one of the warriors, uh, it like turns them into like particles and just kind of fucking uh, in games them or infinity okay. wars. Yeah. They just kind of turn into like that dust and them. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess it happens to certain characters because your character gets like mortally wounded. The stuff goes through him and he churns. And it's kind of like Guardians in Destiny. You end up getting abilities basically from this. Um, and since you're mortally wounded, you get thrown back into cryostasis from this chick who's trying to help you because she's like, we don't have any medics that are here. Everything's kind of going into part and chaos. You're going to stay here until we can get a medic. Then cut to like 34 years later. Oh, jeez. And he wakes up and they've kind of in this gap of time have built a semi-civilization. But there's now like factions of people that are against each other. Um, and hundred, the hundred thousands of people that are on these ships have now like crashed and died. Oh, and these factions of people are all like completely separated. I think they said there's only like 60,000 people left now. And, uh, they're all like savages against each other and they can't get out past the storm. That's like all around their area and shit. So it's just a weird, crazy mess, but the gameplay mechanics of it are very reminiscent of like gears of war to me. It's a lot of cover based shooting, but you have those abilities and stuff like that that you get from the from that anomaly from the storm or whatever. Yeah. And um, you have the ability to pick up whatever character class. There are four classes that you can choose from. I p- picked one that's like a pyromancer. So you have played this game. I was like, you seem to know a lot about this yeah, I game. Played this twice. I played like two hours of it so I far. I got you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I picked like a pyromancer class. Um, and that one allows me to... Anytime on my character that I engulf the car- uh, engulf an enemy in flames or anything like that as a pyromancer, yeah. it ends up giving my character health back. So I can like go out in the middle of a firefight and just start like lighting up with all these different abilities. The enemies on fire, I'm getting health back and I'm still like pumping everybody else full hmm. of lead and shit. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's very like a um, risk rewardy in that kind of sense because like it's you want to do a cover because it's basically a cover based shooter like gears of war is you know third person over the shoulder running around getting behind cover popping out shooting and stuff like that but like anytime you're behind cover like the enemies throw like fucking a million grenades gotcha and it's just pointless to be back behind cover then you're just like all right i guess i'll just try and do my best out in the open getting filled up and hopefully i catch enough people on fire so i can fucking get enough life back to stay alive yeah, that sounds like nothing I'd be interested in. So I'm really glad no. I didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, for you, it would have been what I'm PC, glad. so you would have had to pay for it. It's on PlayStation. Is it on PlayStation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it was on PS5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I was looking at it, I was like, oh, like what's the new games that are coming out? Gotcha. 
And uh, and that one was like in my line of sight because I yeah. thought like the graphics looked cool. Everybody else I've been talking to is either playing it on PC or on Xbox, I guess, because the Xbox it was on Game Pass and it yeah. was day one. So mm. it was you could get it and get it on there for free. And you don't have a lot of PlayStation buddies, do you? I don't use my PlayStation anymore, so I don't have a ton of PlayStation buddies. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who's on I'm there I'm your anymore. PlayStation buddy. You're my PlayStation buddy, and I, eventually I'm going to get a PS5. Yeah. Whenever it's more readily available, I'll get it. Yeah. Trade in my other stuff so I can get it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a break. Okay. Holy shit. Did you poop your pants again? Not yet. Okay. But I'm thinking about it. Oh. I'm also thinking about the IFNZ network what the network the network is off the fucking chain (laughs) (laughs) so awesome (laughs) dude we're on youtube and (laughs) we're on i thought only famous people are on youtube i know i thought so too and a lot of youtubers are getting canceled maybe we'll be one of them (laughs) i guarantee (laughs) (laughs) speaking of cancel culture and and getting canceled you should go check out the ifnz network uh, YouTube page. We'll link. The, we'll link the description in, in the description below. Every time, every show, we it's have. It's the... on there. You need to click on it because there's so many different things that are on there that you could check out. You could check out episode zero of an obscure obsession. Yeah. You can check out uh, new uh, live streams that are going to be posted on there yep. uh, every single time going forward. We're gonna have. Uh, live versions of our audio episodes right. that will start going on there. Yeah, if you like it in your ears, you might be li- liking it on your eyes. I love things on my eyes. <laughs> like a good LASIK every now and then. Everyone, everyone, a casual correct, LASIK. Just a casual LASIK. You know, you <laughs> stop in and you're just like, I get some. <laughs> and they're like, sure. Um, That's what watching IFNZ Network is like. It's like casual LASIK for your eyes. <laughs> Hey, do you remember that time that we talked about Campus Comics on this podcast? Absolutely. You know, if you like Campus Comics, and we know that you love Campus yes, Comics. everybody does. If you're listening to this, we know you're a fan. Absolutely. Local comic book shops are mm, the bread and butter of this economy. It keeps us alive. <laughs> it does. It keeps us fueled. <laughs> it's basically a heroin junkie's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that I mean, I didn't realize that comic books had that much of an effect on the then, economy. Then you were fucking wrong for not thinking that. I way. don't know what I don't know what was wrong with me. Regardless, Campus Comics is closing its doors. <laughs> yeah, to only turn around and open up Muddy Monster Comics and collectibles and collectibles. Absolutely, they have everything that you need. It's a one shop shop. You can get any kind of comics, any kind of collectibles. Yeah, you can absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's true. You just if it's not there, you can order it. Is that yeah? That's I how mean, that works. we got we got direct market access to all of the distributors. Do they have pull lists? They got pull lists. Absolutely. Do you think that they have a bust of Batman there? Uh, there's guaranteed to be at least one bust of Batman. Hmm. A busty Batman. <laughs> one busty Batman is <laughs> definitely there. Uh, somebody got a little wild when they were drawn, and they were like, "Ooh." His pecs are large. If you wanted to see a busty Batman or a busty Bruce, like what, yeah. what, like which one would you pick? Like um, with the cowl or without the cowl? With, with the cowl on, but no suit. <laughs> <laughs> so you could see the pecs. So uh, muddy it's monster. Like one of those, it's like one of those uh, armrest. Uh, um, what are they called? The the mouse pads that have like the big boobs on them. 
Do you think they have those, but oh. with Batman? Like you rest your yeah, so wrist you don't in get, so you don't get a carpal, carpal tunnel. tunnel. Huh? Yeah, they make them with boobs. Yeah, of course they do. They've done that for years. I didn't know that. But do you think they have one with Batman's pecs there? No. Can we order that? You can if you can dream it. Someone can make it. <laughs> but I'm not sure if the if, if Muddy Monster Collectibles has that. But go check it out. It's on Walnut Street in Murfreesboro. They're going to be open in May. In May, Muddy Monster Comics is going to be open. That's a lot of M's. May the Muddy Monster be with you. What do you want to talk about? Trailers. Which one? All of them. I've watched two. What'd you watch? Um, Space Jam. Yeah. What'd All you think? Right. I want to know. Uh, something. You know, what? You're lukewarm? Uh, yeah. Oh, really? It, it, it looks like it's trying to be Ready Player One, but with Looney Tunes it's this exactly time. exactly what I thought it was, but I was like, <laughs> that's cool. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, I've I didn't. I've watched parts of Ready, Ready Player One, and I thought it was a pretty good movie, but yeah. I don't think I needed another one with a basketball in it. I can't imagine that that's going to be the main premise of the movie, though. I think I think that's just... Though. No, I didn't... I got, like, that's going to be the finale. Did you see how many people were there? <laughs> so many people. Did you see that uh, Pennywise is there? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, if you, the people have actually like freeze frames certain oh, segments of it and stuff like that to kind of point out who was there. You can see in the background, like one segment, there's like horror, uh, mm-hmm. like slasher people. Oh, nice. So there's like uh, an area where like Pennywise is back there, kind of like yeah. newer Pennywise from like 2017. Yeah. Um, I think Freddie and Jason are there by him and somebody else or whatever. But there was like pinpointing like all these oh, different nice. characters and stuff like that to try and pin out who's there. I was like. Without knowing like that part, because the very first thing that you see is um, Hanna Barbera and like Flintstones characters yes, and other yeah. stuff like that, and I was just like, "What the hell are they doing?" Uh-huh. And then it started coming out of the woodworks. We were just like, "Oh, here's the Iron Giant. Yeah, here's these people." Well, <laughs> when they because when when they initially shoot him into the the digital world or whatever yeah. they call it, mm-hmm. like he immediately even passes like the Game of Thrones world. Yeah, like. Yeah. And everything. So you kind of get a sense like, oh, that's what they're going to do. They're going to kind of, it's the internet. It's Wreck-It Ralph. It's it's kind yeah. of almost like the, the Wreck-It Ralph sequel also in that think, way. Do you think LeBron James is going to wreck it? I don't think he is. I think he's going to uh, win give him, who's What's the name of the squad? The the, the goon, goon squad, squad is the bad guys. Around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess is is our like penultimate bad guy um, Cheetle? Yeah, I think so. I guess he's like the, I think the he's main the bad guy. Yeah, I think he's the he's the 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 main driver. I of, get a lot of architect vibes from him. If you yeah. know what I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> like he, Matrix. I mean, he, well, strikes, even, he strikes me as that that character basically. King James even says something about like the Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah, oh, yeah. In there, so so it all makes sense. And I'm like, oh, that's on brand even too. Yeah. Like to have Matrix conversation. I didn't know that. Is that actually his son? I don't know. I was like, I didn't know he had kids. I, 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 I mean, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I, w- I would believe it if somebody said, yeah, that's his kid. I'd yes. be like, cool. <laughs> yeah. like, it's cool to have him in the movie. Yeah, why not? I'm sure that Michael Jordan, if his kid was alive at whenever, you know, they shot the original Space Jam, he probably would have threw him in there, too. He's in there. The kid is? I don't know. No. Does he play like baby Michael Jordan? No, there's no baby Michael Jordan in no, the movie. No, like when he's shooting hoops at the very beginning of the, of the movie. Oh, I have no idea. You know, like this. This is shooting hoops. Yeah, I mean, I get I get what you're doing. It's almost like that you're, that you're playing like... Uh, arcade shooting hoops like yeah. the ball's coming back to you you see, weren't moving any more than that that's the only kind and of hoops only, i've ever not shot not only that somebody was also giving you the ball yeah because you didn't move down to Feed grab me it. the rock yeah yeah <laughs> do you smell <laughs> while he's cooking i smell exactly 
Um, so I'm, 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 I'm not, I guess I'm not like necessarily lukewarm. I'm going to watch this regardless, okay. one way or another. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm interested in this because I loved Space Jam as a mm-hmm. kid growing up and everything. Um, I just am not like absolutely, I've never been like both legs in jumping, diving in like super crazy stoked for it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I like the execution of it. I like the, after I saw it and I was just kind of like, Oh, this is ready player one again. But this time we have basketball. That's yes. kind of like where I came out of the trailer from it with, I see. But I also, at the same time, when I saw ready player, ready player one, I was just like, this is going to be fucking cool. Cause I never read the book, you know? So yeah. I didn't really know a ton about it. So at the same time, I was just like, this is really cool seeing all these different properties kind of come together because that's the whole premise of the Oasis and that right. the, the internet world or whatever yeah. that they're in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about, uh, did you watch the new Black Widow trailer? No. they. Uh, so it's more kind of just footage of the same, except for there's some like flashback footage of uh, Natasha when she's like a kid. Yeah. Uh, and like interacting with her dad. Kid with, Tasha? Like, yeah, Kid Tasha. Um, and it's played by Mila Jovich's daughter is, uh, oh. I guess an actress and like, looks just like Mila Jovich a little bit. Wow. Um, but there's a, a lot of that and just some more build on the family thing. I'm really excited for Florence Pugh to be like, I'm excited for her character for the sister, mm-hmm. uh, in there. Um, I, the only thing I know her from is Midsummer. Uh, but, uh, and she's, uh, Zach Braff's girlfriend. Oh, cool. Um, so I kind of, I'm I don't know her from anything yeah. other than this and Midsummer, but I never watched Midsummer yet. Ah, so I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know about that. She's going to be fantastic though. I think she's going to be really good. Uh, and it because seems of like, Midsummer. No, I don't think so. I think I was, I was really impressed just from the trailers to go, well, she's got a lot of versatility, versatility, mm-hmm. versatility. Um, like she's not just like a one thing, which is good. Yeah. Um, like she'll hold her own against Scarlet mm-hmm. cause Scarlet's real good. Um, do you think that seeing Mila Djokovic's daughter being young Natasha makes you wish that just Mila Djokovic was Natasha to begin with? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I mean, I like Scarlett. You know Johansson. what I mean? Like yeah. that way you could just be like, oh, it is literally the exact same person. It's just a baby person of that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the whole cast is just going to be cool. Like I, I really oh, yeah. dig Bar- David Harbour, obviously. Yeah. And they announced, uh, and who's that? Rachel. Who was playing Taskmaster in like under the helmet? Like mm-hmm. I didn't know, or who, who that character supposed to be? Um, uh, but the it looks like they push back to July mm-hmm. is when it's going to release. But it's going to come out pushbacks this yeah. past like week or two. I think there's still like is everybody that's holding out for the vaccine to kind of yeah. stick, and they're like, well, we still need a little bit more. And time. the other thing, like most of them are only by like one to two weeks. Yeah. Like uh, the second Venom movie was two weeks. I saw that. Um, there was something else I actually had in my notes because it was actually pushed back more than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, the new Resident Evil. Because I wanted to mention it because we just talked oh, about all this yeah. stuff. The Welcome to Raccoon City got delayed by two months. So it'll be releasing yeah. in November on the 24th instead of September 3rd. Now. I see. But uh, yeah, it was another pushback. But that was kind of a lot of pushback news for a lot of well, and Well, uh, so... Black Widow took Shang Chi's spot, and mm-hmm. Shang Chi got pushed back to, I think September or something. Like, either it wouldn't have been crazy if it took Black Widow's spot, and it was like, oh, we're ready, we're beyond ready. Just go ahead and put us in, <laughs> champ. Just do them both. <laughs> put me uh, in. But yeah, and it looks like they're going to release simultaneously with uh, on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, with the premiere access. Yeah, of that. Um, 
But will I'm, you go theater? You're gonna go premiere. I'm going theater. Yeah, I'm going theater. I uh, you feel all protected because you got you got your COVIDs. I got my COVID got shot. I got my vaccine, and also it's gonna be July. Like uh, we're there's gonna be even more people that are vaccinated. Oh, dude, if it would have came out in the initial day, we could have said it's gonna be May. That's right, but it's not. And anyway. uh, and then also, um, I wear my mask. So like at night. And and I wash my hands like I'm I mm-hmm. I believe wholeheartedly in doing yeah. all the things even and though I'm vaccinated. Like AMC is back open and everything. It all is completely social distance, like yeah. above and beyond as well. Like yeah. every every seating's beyond ten feet away from the exactly. other person. Yeah. Like if the six seat wasn't enough, like you don't have to worry about the person in the row in front of you because there's another row yes beyond them that you already <laughs> exactly. And then the same thing with seating too. Yeah, so. left and right, top and center, yeah, all of it. Yeah, all, all going to be fairly secure. But if you do cho- choose to stay at home, um, Loki. There's a new a new Loki trailer that just dropped yeah. as well, um, showing some more footage, giving you a little bit more sense of uh, what's going on with that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as many like initial questions. Yeah, I guess like it, it kind of explains. Did you watch it? No. Uh, it definitely explains that 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 time whatever ATI or whatever mm-hmm. the hell they are. Um, the security company. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're interested. He he jacked up time with the yeah. Tesseract. Um, it, it even shows like there was a straight line of what time was. And then after he got the Tesseract, like everything's got these like splits and offshoots. And so they are reaching out to him to one, make sure that he doesn't do it anymore. And two, to help fix the time. And uh, and so he's in there and and supposed to be helping figure it out. I don't think he's gonna help though. That's that's uh, what I'm I'm guessing. There's gonna mm-hmm. be some shenanigans. Afoot. That'd be really cool to see little bits of it because I mean, I'm assuming like once it gets to the point, he's not gonna completely like deteriorate timelines completely. You know, kind of a yeah. Thing. There's gonna be some remainders, but that's what I meant. Like I'm I'm excited to see like remainders be something that's kind of almost like a little nod or a little tease in future movies. Yeah, down absolutely. The road. You know what I mean? Like year or two down the road, whenever we're seeing another Doctor Strange or something else that comes out, you know, or like an Ironheart movie or something yeah. like that. And you see something happening like kind of in the background or something. Maybe you even just see Loki like pop in and out or something real quick. Well, my assumption something is something changes that way. Yeah. My assumption is that part of what is happening has to be, uh, this show has to happen in order for the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Doctor Strange movie has to like kind of tie into one another. I would assume is that, there's going to be some things they're not going to wrap up and they're going to have to deal with that potentially in there. That's going to be my guess is that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch Jupiter, the Jupiter's legacy trailer? No. So the, it's a new uh, Netflix show. Uh, and it is, is a, the, like the same thing as like Jupiter ascending. No, absolutely not. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. And definitely not that. Okay. No, Jupiter's Legacy is uh, Jupiter's Legacy? is a comic book, a Mark Millar or Mark Miller comic book. Okay. Um, that uh, is really and Frank Quietly is the is the artist on there. Uh, really good book about uh, these superheroes who grew up in like the it was they were like in during I think like the sixties like 50s, 60s kind of era, and they were they were all like the big thing. And then they've had offspring, and these kids are now like spoiled brats. It's almost like the oh, rich. This is what people were talking about online. They was like, "This is Netflix's The Boys." Oh, essentially, kind of like a thing. Sure, yeah. Not I necessarily. So. That's like the same or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But like means. nowhere close to the same story. No, but I mean, that. like that was like that's what they're saying. Like this is going to be their like 
third party comic, like not a big tie into anything like that. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Their indie story. Yeah. Their indie comic mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I mean, Netflix has had a contract with Mark Miller. Yeah. He signed like this crazy deal like two, three years ago. And this is one of the one of the projects that they kicked out with it. Um, but I'm super excited for it. I really like the story when it was on in the ground floor when it first came out. And uh, and they go kind of back and forth. I'm not sure how it will how they'll handle it because there's two different kind of storylines. Um, I think there's a total of four volumes now. They're getting ready to launch the fifth volume, uh, physical comic book of it. Um, but I think it's in like this April's preview, so probably like June would be when that would cool uh, start. Um, but. The one storyline is heavy into like the parents when they were younger and mm. that, and then the other one is the kids. I preferred the storyline about the kids. I liked that. Like the concept See, of like I, these, I feel like if you think of it from like a, a, like a cinematography standpoint, kind of a thing, or just, just in, in that, that type of thing, um, telling the story of like the kids would probably be a little bit more interesting and then getting, the background of the parents tied into it eventually that way. Well, the, the story, the comic even just started with this setup of there were these brothers and they were superheroes and they had a difference in like, do people get a choice versus there's like a, like a little bit of free will, free love kind of almost a hippie esque superhero vibe versus this very, uh, authoritarian kind of direction. And they kind of split up when they were younger, like I said, in the like 60s, 70s era. And then they've had all had offspring and they all have different uh, the kids. Some of the like authoritarian superhero has like these real spoiled like you owe me this kind of a thing. And they like abuse their power. And then you've got the other ones. And so then they have like these cousins that are just different. And then they they kind of have to their worlds kind of clash a little bit. Yeah. Um. So that was like that story that you kind of built up with these back characters was like really cool. It's like a weird superhero Hatfield and McCoy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then they went back and they told the adults story, the parents story. So I don't know if they'll, it doesn't seem like that would bode well for a TV show. It almost seems like you would have to tell like simultaneous stories, like almost in like the arrow kind of way where it's like, here's Oliver queen, like right now fighting crime. And then here's the lesson that he learned when yeah. he was stranded on the island, like kind of running side by side. Yeah. It almost seems like you would have to mirror. That makes sense. The, the present day. I don't know how they're going to handle it, but uh, the the trailer looks cool. It's it's not like a big trailer. You know how Netflix doesn't really yeah. give a lot away um, and they don't give it away uh, very far into the future. Like I think it comes out next month. Like it's not, yeah, doesn't take much time before it's going to be out. Maybe even this month. I can't remember. I want to say like the reason why people were kind of commenting on that because obviously Netflix has had multiple comic tie-ins, right? Yeah, to different things, not just Marvel more than things, but I mean, Amazon. Like, you know, you've got like Lock October and Key, Faction, you've got yeah, yeah, October Faction, you've got Umbrella Academy, stuff like that. That's all semi like independent, you know. Yeah, they're of kind of like the the king of independent TV yeah. shows at this point. I think they were getting at being like this is like their new superhero thing, and it's an offshoot similar to how kind of like you know amazon did that with the boys kind of right. thing like they were like this is them trying to kind of pick up steam with a superhero thing again. you got superheroes abusing power yeah. too i could see there's there are similarities in it for sure yeah. and i think it's going to be treated very adult like like the boys is yeah so i could see that for sure yeah 
Um, the only other trailer that I actually watched, which we haven't talked about yet, is the new Suicide Squad trailer. Did you watch it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so you actually so get good. to see like different I watched bits it and multiple pieces. times. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like seeing. Um, there was the insight trailers too that they did for specific characters as well, so kind of showcasing um, um, their powers a little bit as well. So you I actually see. got to see polka dot man's ability being used in more like the mm-hmm. little like 30 minutes or 30 second spots yeah um which was really cool watching that happen um same thing with what's the shark king shark something yeah. like that mm-hmm. get to see like a little bit more on like inside of him which i think that's sylvester stallone yeah. i think right it is yeah um but yeah yeah i was definitely like more i was already interested in the beginning with it but sure. then after i watched this trailer a couple of times i watched it and i showed mandy it too and stuff i was like i'm definitely more interested in this now than I was from the get. It's, yeah. It gives a little bit more. It was really cool seeing the characters interact too. There's just so many. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a very big ensemble of yeah. of back and forth. It's like, oh, this is going to be. If that trailer is actually a true representation of what that movie is going to be, it's going to go nonstop, and it doesn't even have to be action. If it's just like a back and forth between like three different people, just being smart asses back and forth yeah. to each other, just going to be like, oh, I, probably so my one of my favorite parts is right closer toward the end, whenever they're gearing up to go save Harley from whatever uh-huh. predicament she was in or whatever. Yeah, and then she kind of comes up and cracks. She's the like, dude what are you doing? Back. What are you yeah. guys doing? Yeah. We're we're coming to save you, and she's like. You're coming to save me? But like starts like kind of like, like, do you want me to go back inside? Up. Like, no, 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 I'm going back inside. No, you ruined it now. Somebody <laughs> says in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so good. And that's coming to, to your home screen. I know. Uh, was it August? Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. There's so many good stuff that's coming. So much good stuff that's coming out with yeah. HBO Max and, and, and the theatrical things. Yeah. Part of me is just like, I like as much as I'm like, I'm going to keep the HBO Max and stuff like that because there's just so much good stuff on there in the of first course. place. Yeah. But um, if not just for this, it was like, there's part of me that's like, if I really like the movie enough, I might even just go see it in theaters just to get yeah. both experiences kind of a thing. Yeah. I, I, I think in all of this, we do have to remember trying to make sure that the movie theaters stay alive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is this is great. And if you are comfortable being out, though, is like just because it's going to be at home. Yeah. Doesn't mean don't forget about the movie theater experience, yeah. because that's that's something special. And you can't make popcorn like they do. You can't. You just can't. But you know what you can do? What can you do? Feel New Zealand. Yeah!